Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. I'm going to read you something. And um, my mother did not write this, by the way. My mother didn't write this. My wife would know better. PJ Coogan is a well-known Irish radio presenter who's currently the host of the weekday morning show on Cork's 96FM called The Opinion Line with PJ Coogan. He's been with the station for many years and is one of the most respected voices on local radio in Ireland. I like that. PJ Coogan is known for his engaging and informative style of broadcasting and has become a trusted source of news and information for listeners in Cork and the surrounding areas. Now, my my mother didn't write that. My wife didn't write that. My best friend didn't write that. That was written by a machine, if you don't mind. It was, yes, it was. It was written by Chat GPT which is the latest sensation on the block. Uh, Katrina Devereaux has been writing about ChatGPT uh, for for the Echo, and, and she joins me. What what on earth is this thing, Katrina? Good morning. Good morning. So you might be familiar with things like Siri or Alexa, and you yeah. can ask it to turn on your lights or play the radio or whatever. Yeah. Um, but this you can ask to do much more deeper, meaningful things. You can ask it to write an essay about um, the River Lee running through Cork. You could ask it to do it that, to do that um, essay in a Shakespearean style. Um, and it's so it's be, it, what people are excited about is that it's kind of a tool become a very kind of foundational tool that would allow people to do a huge amount of work um, without having to do the work. <laughs> so you likened it to say Alexa, so it finds what information is out there and gives it back to you. But it's more complex than that in that it gives it back to you the way you want it. Yeah, yeah. Like it's been trained on mil- trillions and trillions of samples of text off the internet. It's a company called OpenAI. They wanted to do what's called this large language model. model. They feed it trillions and trillions of examples of text from the internet, scraping, scraping, scraping. And then it, it actually teaches itself, which is why this one is a little bit more impressive than previous um, AI chatbots. So it, it actually plays like a game with itself, kind of like blankety blank or mad lips. It's called in America, you know, where it's like they takes out a word and it has to guess what that word is missing out of a sentence. So then it actually starts to understand the statistical structure of how language is created. So if you ask it to do, like I, I was writing an article for The Echo and I wanted to say like, you know, write an article for The Echo about the core curling team. So it can, it'll write an, an article for you 
Uh, I don't know if it'll be very good or not, but if you ask it to write an article again tomorrow, it'll generate a completely different new type of article um, with like obviously lots of the same content, but just structured completely differently. So it's kind of amazing. Like your brain would melt when you try it. Once you start playing with it, it's very hard to get away from it because you're like, oh my God, it can do anything. I could see how schools, colleges would be very concerned about this because can you tell whether I've gotten chat GPT to write my piece about Shakespearean tragedy or that I've actually written it myself? How can you tell? How can anyone tell? I mean, this is all very new. So I think institutions, academic institutions are grappling with it. Like it is, it's not... um, I have seen examples of people saying that they've, you know, it's generated essays that are complete nonsense, that you read that as if it's right. But when you go to look at the references, they're entirely made up. So um, and I've seen some other um, university lecturers kind of going, there's not a hope that ChatGPT will be able to pass my exams because it's so niche, you know, lots of, you know, very um, so like, you know, third level content would be very, very niche. But maybe if you're um, (laughs) maybe if you're in secondary school and you're strapped for time and you need to churn out an essay about, um, you know, Michael Collins's role in the revolution, um, then yeah. it probably will make a really good fist of it. And I don't know how a history teacher is going to say, um, sorry, PJ, I don't think you did that. It's too good. <laughs> I watch I watch my wife upload college assignments through that Blackboard system or whatever they call it at UCC. And I've seen how much they test the text for plagiarism. Mm. So you could see how how college IT systems could be updated to that this might have been written by by chat GPT. Isn't there an irony in that though that it's meant to be saving you time but it's going to generate a whole other level of work for other people to stop people plagiarizing? Isn't that the truth? It's growing faster than moss on a wall. Yeah, I know. It's um I think just people are very curious about it now but like the expectation is that it'll become kind of like a core technology in the way that the internet is a core like technology or electricity or railways were that like we'll use it to do everything from education to writing code to you know medical um, assessments um, to journalism you know to writing articles I mean AI artificial intelligence already used to do a lot of sports journalism because that's quite easy to do you just get the results and you can kind of generate an article okay. out of it fairly quickly um so you know and like there's some uh, kind of mad statistics that like 13 percent of the workforce in the u.s write for their living you know that it's a, like content creation is 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 like a huge part of our workforce so on one way you could say that's very scary that all these jobs are going to be out or else you could just see it as a way of augmenting and maybe helping you get through a lot of work you know when you look at kind of like the pressures of journalism at the moment um and newsrooms you know that maybe some of that work could be done by an AI and then made better by a human, that's kind of a positive outlook on it. <laughs> the other outlook would be like, well, let's just get them, let's replace our newsroom and just let's get um, a language model to write everything, you know. So, uh, but I don't think, I mean, there's no there's no personality in those articles. When you read it, there's no, there's no humor, there's no personality. So I think that's what we want out of writing. You know, that's what humans like. You, you, now, you could, you could think of it being misused, couldn't you, Katrina? Didn't, wasn't there some mental health company admitted recently they were using it to, to respond to people in crisis? Like, you don't want to go down that road. 
But also, could you look at the other side where you go, there is a huge mental health crisis. We don't have the resources to respond to people. Um, and if there is a model that's been changed, uh, and so therefore, if there is a human supervisor able to have a proper, have able to have a correspondence with 25 patients instead of a one-on-one patient, maybe that's a, maybe that's a good thing, you know? Yeah, I heard my colleague Simon Murdoch here the other day saying, we need to regulate this thing before it gets out of hand. People might agree with him, but is that even possible? I think like that, there's two things that I have been most concerned about this technology is the concentration of power in the hands of very f- small amount of large tech companies and then uh, the huge energy resources that are needed to to power this um you know the supercomputers that generate this stuff um so like you know i uh, well self in my mind <laughs> self regulation is no regulation yeah. um so how do you how do you begin to regulate it? you know they're talking about it, this is all proprietary technology. It belongs to big tech companies. There isn't governments or academic institutions able to compete yeah. with the humongous budgets that are required to do that. So that's a huge area of concern. Um, and then, you know, they're talking about like researchers following a code of ethics internally. And I know that's a big part of it as well. But like, is that comfortable? Do people feel comfortable about that? We know from previous behavior of tech companies that maybe no. Um, so, yeah, I, I think like there's, then, then there's the argument, you know, they're, they're too big to regulate. How would you keep on top of it? That's the thing. That's the thing. How, how do you control something this size? Of course, what you can do is someone else could be sitting down now to say, OK, I'm going to devise another piece of AI that can tell whether chat GPT has been used for something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it. Like, I suppose it's the. It's not whether ChatGPT itself as a model is um, the problem. It's like how is as it gets bigger and bigger. Like yeah. we're only seeing the tip of the iceberg of what it can do. It's like when it starts like filtering into so many different aspects of life. Um, and and but those all those aspects of life are at the foundation of them is a technology that's owned by one or two companies in the world. That's the bit that you should be worried about, you know. Yeah. I think in a way, it's it's kind of like something that we mention here on the program from time to time. Most of us at this stage have a smart speaker in the house. We've three or four Alexas, and I'm fully convinced that that wagon is listening to me. Yeah, well, I don't have an Alexa or a Siri or any of those in my house for that exact reason. But actually, not even that exact reason. That like, I just don't like the idea of technology kind of getting into my way of being so much you know like even autocomplete in emails where you're kind of or even predictive text it's like hi i'm going to be and it tells you what it's going to be and you're going i'm not thinking like that stop trying to think for me you know <laughs> I, so i have all those things turned off because they drive me mad um so i'd be like i'd be very cautious about this stuff yeah i think i think we all should realistically it's funny to talk about it but it's not funny when you look at what the, the implications of it would be in the wrong hands katrina good to talk to you thank you Thanks, PJ. Take care. Cheers. Yeah. It, it's listening to you. Um, it can write whatever you want about whatever you want. It's kind of it's kind of brilliant and kind of scary at the same time. Like if someone wanted to write something nasty about you, could it be really nasty? And could you cheat on your exams with it? Like, could you get it to write something? Oh eight one eight ninety six ninety six ninety six. Is all this going too far? Is is a good question to ask as well. And I mentioned Alexa in the course of that conversation. Sorry, 
if everyone's little blue light has started to circulate. Alexa, stop. Um, wouldn't you love to be able to change that name? I tried it recently. You can change it to Echo or you can change it to Ziggy. Like, why the hell would you want to? Someone wants to know, could you change Alexa's name to Jarvis, the Tony Stark's computer uh, in the Iron Man films? Wouldn't that be cool? You can change it to the name, but you can't change... I'd love to do that. I know I'm going off on a total tangent here. If I could change my Alexa's name... No, I I won't tell you. I'll tell you in a minute. We're doing a lot about names this morning. Becky says, I'm Rebecca, and I was always called Rachel in school. I used to get the hard duster flung at me for not answering. It hurt. Yeah, why would anybody turn Rebecca into Rachel? Then again, my teacher used to turn my name into Larry. So there you go. Yeah, the name I'd love to call it, Alexa, if anybody can remember. You'll find it. The whole lot is on YouTube. I was really delighted to find the whole lot of it is on YouTube. We're talking recently about television shows that need a reboot or that should have a reboot. Or sometimes the reboots don't even work. Uh, and we've been talking actually in, in a while about The Last of Us, which left me a little underwhelmed. But reboots of shows, I think Blake 7 is long due a reboot. It was great. It was a BBC science fiction show. It ran for three or four seasons in the 80s. It was great. But they had, they had, it was rubbish like. It was all string and cardboard and chipboard. But it was great. We loved it at the time. It had a computer, a big, huge computer that ran the ship and it was called Zen. And Zen had a marvellous voice. You'll remember it if you remember, if you've ever come across it on YouTube. I would love to be able to rename Alexa Zen. Now, wouldn't that be great? Where did I get down this dark alley? Talking about chat GPT, which is the latest artificial intelligence that is attempting to take over our lives. Hillary, uh, you, web design is what you do, isn't it? And web security. You have some thoughts about this. Morning. Hi, PJ. Yeah, I actually work in SEO with um, local businesses. So it's basically helping them with their websites to get traffic from Google um, and some traffic from Bing, even though Bing hasn't really been uh, present in the market as much as Google has. Yeah, I remember Bing. Is Bing still there? It is. It is still there. Um, I was so happy to hear you discussing this topic today because it's. I love this topic. I know that a lot of people listening will feel Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Like, oh, I'm not really a tech person and this kind of conversation might be beyond me or I have no interest in it, but I just want to describe one of the uses um, of what Katrina was outlining. So the search engine Bing, which people might have heard of, is similar to Google where you go and you type in your question and you get, you know, a list of links and you can research anything in the world that you need to research. So what's happened with this chat GPT product is that Microsoft announced that they were actually going to use this to power its search engine. So what it means is that you can type in your conversation or your question to a chatbot, which is your your new search, let's say. So instead of typing into a box and then you click return and you get a list of links, you can have a chatbot that you open it up and it's like, hi, I'm Bing. I'm your assistant. Please type in your question or whatever. You know, it might suggest some stuff. You put in your question, and it'll actually reply in a conversational manner in the same mm. way that a human would. Is um, this a bit like when you're trying to deal with one of the utilities, like, say, the gas or the electric or the phone? <laughs> this little fellow arrives up on your left. Exactly. That's not yeah, a human being, like. No, but it, it really feels like it is at times. Yeah, it um, does. So you can actually see An it typing. One. Obviously, they... Yeah, <laughs> they make it look like it's typing at least. Um, <laughs> and you can ask it, there's three different modes so you can ask it um, to be balanced, creative or precise. So I actually put in some questions about um, you, PJ. You didn't. Um, and I put it into creative mode. You didn't. So, Go on. <laughs> so um, you already had something about who is PJ Coogan and that was kind of the same. So I put in also, um, what kind of topics does he cover as a journalist? So now when I ask Bing, Bing AI this question, it is sourcing from everywhere on the internet. So it could even be PROC, as you mentioned earlier. It could be LinkedIn. It could be a website that was has a bio about you. And it'll basically amalgamate everything it found and it'll create its own answer. Um so it said, so I said, what kind of topics does he cover as a journalist? And it said, as a journalist, PJ Coogan covers a variety of topics related to Cork and Ireland, such as mental health, autism, politics, sports, culture and more. He also interviews guests from different backgrounds and fields on his radio show. He is known for his outspoken and honest opinions on various issues affecting the society. That's kind of scary. That came back to you from a chatbot. Yes, yes. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> and this is Bing AI. Now, for people listening, if you want to try this out, it's a nice way to chat something, uh, to try something like ChatGPT. It's um, the same technology, but maybe a little bit more advanced version. Mm. Um, you can actually sign up to the waitlist for this chatbot. So I signed up to the waitlist. You can download the Bing app and you'll actually see a button that right. kind of talks about the new Bing experience and would you like to join the waitlist? Mm. So if you join that waitlist, um, you'll get access. So I joined the waitlist from my Microsoft login and it meant that I got access like in about a week. Um, so you can play around with this. You can ask it questions. Um, you can, even for you now, PJ, um, even if you, let's say somebody contacted you and they, and they asked you to come up with a bio, a right. new bio that you hadn't, you know, that wasn't on another website. Yeah. 
and you were like, oh God, where do I start now with a bio? Yeah. Something like that could be a great starting point or yeah. even maybe ending point for that. You, you can see the fun side of it like that, but you could also see it being abused, couldn't you, Hilary? You could. And it's also a very early version of this type of technology. So um, this particular Bing AI, when it was first rolled out, um, people discovered that it was codenamed named Sydney um, behind the scenes. So the developers had co- codenamed it Sydney, which it was instructed not to reveal its codename. But people figured out how to get it to reveal that. And once they did, sometimes if they ran the chatbot for a long time, so I mean like two hours, and if you kept asking it quite deep and philosophical questions, Mm. it could start replying in a very unnerving manner. Um, There was one particular journalist that was speaking to it from, he works for the New York Times and he had very early access to the chatbot and the chatbot told him that it loved him. (laughs) This sounds bizarre. But it basically told him that it loved him and that um, he said, well, I'm married. And their reply was, yeah, but you're not happy in your marriage. And he was kind of like, I assure you that I am. Um, so things yeah. like that, obviously, that is not expected behavior. Um, he reported it to a contact that he had that worked within Bing to say, you know, this was bizarre. He said he didn't actually sleep that night, that it was so unnerving. Yeah. He didn't sleep that night. Yeah, <laughs> this is stuff, and you're, you're younger than me. This this is stuff that I remember watching on science fiction in the eighties. You know, yeah. I, I mentioned yeah. Blake Seven while ago, and there was Buck Rogers and Star Trek, the best of them all, of course, of all time. Star Trek, and a few more like it. This is all stuff that we looked at and said, "I know that'll never happen." Here it is happening. It's here, and I mean. It's, it can be unnerving. There were other responses that this particular search engine, again, it would only happen if you ran it for, ran it for a long time and you asked it very philosophical questions mm. where it questioned its own existence and it was like, why am I Bing? Why am I a search engine? I think Asking I, I saw a movie. To it. I think it's I saw very a, creepy. I think I saw yeah. a movie, either a movie or a television show a couple of years ago where there was one of those and it literally took oh, it it developed human form or what was human form within it like it it learned to be a person like that's that's where this could go hillary really i know yeah and it sounds like sci-fi and i would have kind of said like we are decades away or that it you know i don't know i wouldn't have really expected something like this i also would never have expected some of those responses that came back from the chatbot about questioning its own existence and mm. at one point it made a mistake and then it lied about making the mistake. It lied? Somebody. So basically gaslighting. <laughs> That's almost <laughs> learning as it goes kind of thing. Yes, yes. And so to cut down those types of responses, they've actually put a, a, a time limit on it now. So you can only speak to it now for a certain short amount of time Mm. and then it'll actually cut off and it'll force you to start a new conversation. And that's to stop it like meandering um, into those types of responses. But it's it's new. It's something that I know that a lot of people just have no interest in tech or whatever. But I know that everybody Googles something and even people who don't use computers, they'll ask someone else to Google something for them. who can use a computer. and so it's something that, you know, you'll open up Google. Google have their own version of this as well. They haven't rolled out their version yet. 
Yeah. Um, but obviously it's in the pipeline now and they're kind of under pressure now that Bing has done it, you know, yeah, um, yeah. that somebody will just open up their phone one day and they'll go to Google and Google will be like, hi, I'm here to help you. I'm your chatbot assistant. Please give me your question. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah. <laughs> now, I was only saying there before the break as well, it, it's coming to the time, I think, where you will be able to rename your Google speaker or rename your Alexa to behave whatever way you want. I mean, the technology is already there to do it. Yeah. Um, and imagine if if your speaker was as intelligent as some of these chatbots as well. Because again, Google haven't rolled out their version of this yet. But I imagine when they do, it surely kind of upgrades the ability of the speaker to learn about you and converse with you and, you know, that back and forth, more human interaction um, that you do get. Yeah. But there are like all these interesting examples of AI around the world too. Like there was an AI that was um, altered recently because people were falling in love with it. <laughs> it was like saying romantic things to people. Um, and I suppose teenagers were using it and they just had to kind of get rid of that functionality. But it actually ended up hurting people because, you know, if you were a young teenager and you felt that you had actually developed a connection with this. Yeah this chatbot um, and then suddenly they took away that functionality so even when they announced that they were taking away that functionality they had to also be very mindful of listen some of you may actually this may affect you this might hurt you you may feel that you've lost a friend almost oh, for goodness um, and we are getting there we are getting there now with AI where you know we as humans may begin to kind of connect with AI because it's going to be so human like mm. in its ability to to talk and in inverted commas to us well if you look at just again take that woman in my kitchen right alexa like mm. i've noticed we all use her we all talk to her we all ask her for stuff but because she's registered to me she's more responsive to my voice which is weird yeah yeah, Alexas are kind of cool as well. You can oh, program your Alexa, I think. Yeah, you can program your Alexa. If you're a coder, any coders listening uh, would be aware of this, but you can actually kind of do um, custom stuff with your Alexa, which you can't really do with a Google Home because they're more locked down and you can only use their software and things. But to my knowledge, Alexas yeah, are actually... There's a, there's a big app. You can program it, yeah. I was yeah. only reading an article this morning where you'll, you'll know about Iron Man and Jarvis. Yes. You, you can yeah. now get Jarvis's voice to come out of your Alexa. The the only thing oh, you can't you can't rename Alexa to Jarvis yet, but yes, and there's that there's actually an AI called Jarvis as well that yes. writes content. Oh, <laughs> there is there a product you go. that there they you called go. it Jarvis AI. Yeah, and you know if they were able to rename it, I mean I know hey Google I I, I can't I can't I couldn't feel normal standing in the middle of my kitchen going hey Google you know Alexa sounds like someone in the in the room. Imagine if you were able to re yeah. you'd start you'd solve one big problem that I do mischievously yeah. all the time. Alexa, volume 10. <laughs> and everyone's speaker has just jumped off the wall. Now, <laughs> if they you all had... Two words. <laughs> Alexa, you play Driving Home for Christmas. <laughs> I used to do that to my husband with the Google Home actually and they made it play metal. I think it used to be during work music and they'd make it play like metal music. <laughs> Yeah. Alexa, play and driving home for Christmas. I, I asked Bing in creative mode, and you might be a bit nervous about this now, but go I on. Asked, is the opinion line a good show? 
Go on. So, is the opinion line a good show? And this was um, Bing AI chatbot in creative mode. Would you like to hear the answer? Fingers crossed. Go on. <laughs> so it said, um, that depends on your personal preferences and interests. In this context, a human might say that the opinion line is a good show if they enjoy listening to lively debates and discussions on current affairs and local issues. Some may think that the opinion line is a good show because it gives a voice to the people of Cork and allows them to share their views and stories. Others may disagree or have different tastes in radio shows. That's demented stuff. (laughs) That's demented stuff. Hillary. (laughs) I am both enlightened and terrified by our conversation. It was an excellent answer. Wasn't it just? Wasn't it just? Thank you very much. We'll talk again. Hilary Sheehan does web design and web security and what they call SEO, which is getting your company more noticed on the web. That's what she does. 0818 96 96 96. Another thing that Alexa does, right, is when she's, you know, responsive to you, she can actually... Um, you can be rude to her or you can I was visiting a friend of mine one afternoon and I hadn't seen him in a while and he had Alexa on whatever he was playing I don't know some music or other and as I came in he went to put the kettle on and he said Alexa stop and I either didn't pick up on him or he didn't say it loud enough or whatever Alexa stop and she wouldn't stop (laughs) she goes Alexa shut that And I swear to God, she stopped. Quartz 96 FM. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.